Welcome to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're the Soul Stretching Sisters, here to remind you that you are a star with a hit song to sing as you create greater. Aspire higher, live a whole lot larger, as we'll share stories, have a few laughs, maybe even some aha moments, as we help you feel more motivated, bark your spirit, and unleash your powered up, pumped up, I am possibilities. The soul stretch version, of course. So get ready to have some fun as we help you build up some serious spiritual muscle and accelerate to an abundant life, that life you deserve. Let's roll with the I Am Power Hour. That's it. That's, That's what it. we're talking about. I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm here with Terry J. Walker, and we are the Soul Stretching Sisters. And boy, I'll tell you, I have a whole new perspective in doing the show we're about to do. Tell us about what we're talking about today. And wow. Yes. Yes. Welcome, everybody. And what a powerful show you just you just created and, and the gifts that those young people bring. And today... We're going to talk about you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. And talking about the living, the fearful, self-defeating thoughts behind and unleashing the power of the motivational mindset and empowering your voice. The same as the show you just got through with. Seeing those young people empowered and in standing up for what they believe is right. And that's something that a lot of us continue to not do in the past and we've become a victim of our own mindset with the coronavirus with fear with anxiety with worry with doubt and with the all-time self-defeating behaviors things that we've been programmed to do you know let's talk about this because you picked this topic uh before you knew that we were doing the show and you know i gotta give a shout out to linda and and Olivia and Benny here. But Linda is the one that puts everything in the schedule, exactly what it's supposed to be in the schedule, how it's supposed to be. So Linda plans these shows, right? And matches them up. There's a brilliance in what Linda does, but there's an intuition. And what I'm struck by is you have to understand the message, Terry, that you're bringing forward, right? Yes. And what it means. But as we think about this today and i want to ask you about this here we are you are right you are a powerful coach you are somebody that created right uh uh stretching success soul stretching success i am terry j walker the i am power hour you are the author of of uh, of the book that you and I have talked about a, a number of different times on the show, right? Resume for Life. Um, and you are now out there in the world teaching others how to pump up, right? Build that inner strength, pump up the spiritual muscle, right? That's what yes. we do. That's what you do. Um, and you are an entrepreneur and a business person. But more than that, you know, you are a master's in teaching, educational psychology and counseling. You're a certified professional. You're all of that. And so to have a conversation today with you, with the show episode 
that is all about you got to stand up for something or you fall for anything. Something must have touched you on the shoulder, just like those kids. Something must have got, like my mom used to say, it's like a burr under the saddle to really bring (laughs) this topic. Tell me about that, because there's an energy that we have to combat with a new set of tools that perhaps we are not familiar with. Well, I've had a burr under the saddle and it, <laughs> and that horse started bucking quite, <laughs> quite heavily. And, uh, so with that being said, you know, I've, I've spent my whole life and, and I, I just had a complete meltdown about a week or two ago. Yes, I do have those too. I can't yeah. remain positive. I did too. Tired at all times. <laughs> do what? I did too. <laughs> you know, I used to melt down every week, but. I didn't, I don't do quite like that, but you had a meltdown, right? I had what a meltdown. Was, what was and, the meltdown about? Oh, God. <laughs> it was a combination of a lot of things, but mostly the things that are going on and happening around us with, you know, the, the social distancing and, and having to be apart from people. You know, I'm, I'm more a love, unity, unified kind of gal. And then the government and the access of, you know, you've uh, lost my main job and my main money trying to build my entrepreneurship and, and my consulting business and my coaching business and my training business and, you know, having to deal with government and politics. And, you know, it's just, it's just been one thing after another, you're promised one thing and then you might get another, or you might not get anything at all. And it's nerve wracking. It's stressful. And, you know, then of course there's the fear of the, um, the coronavirus itself and, and becoming sick. And I have a a mother who is older, who I'm having to go up and, and take things to and spend time with. And I've got to be careful within my own right that I don't take anything to her. And so it just, everything just continues to pile up and I just had a complete meltdown. But I will tell you, I talked to a friend, um, a coach of mine, basically, who had a heart-to-heart with me and said, Terry, because I've always been the one to hit my head against City Hall, and said to me, Terry, you need to step back and realize the system is broken. It's been broken, and you're not going to be the one to fix it. So I began to think back a little bit more and how far I've come with my own emotional, motivational, inspirational kinds of way of being, thinking and doing. And I I took that to heart and I I remembered a statement that said, it's it's not always about fixing something that's broken, but possibly creating something that's better. Yes. And I, (laughs) yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Well, you wanna, can I get an amen? I, can I get an amen, sister? Right, give me an amen, sister. You know, let's talk about this. You get me fired up now. And I love your coach. <laughs> I don't know who that was, whatever that was. But what you just said is so powerful. Yep. I grew up with a dad. And my mom did not agree with this. My mom, who had a first child at 12, second child at 13. She didn't agree. So I listen to her. I don't listen to my dad. Yep. Well, honey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
you're like a mechanic that spends an entire weekend tuning up a dang spark plug to the inteenth degree, but the car still runs. So what are you talking about? There's some things that don't seem broken, but still need work. Isn't that what you're talking about? Yes. And I think too, you know, how we've been allowed our mind to be programmed is the key in this. You know, times are changing. They have changed dramatically. And none of us know what the end game is going to be. But one of the things that I have learned through all of my studies and all of my research is you've got to see that end game. You've got to get to that end game in in the power of your mind. Otherwise, we have been programmed to worry about what is and continue to carry what was. So whatever we've carried, we've carried those burdens upon us more and more and more till it's beat us down to we're just barely crawling on our knees. And we have got to understand what we're programming our mind with and put it out there to do something better for ourselves to create a better world. Instead of trying to fix what's broken because it's broken, why can we not take this time to reset, reinvent, reinvest, and rejuvenate our minds in a better way so that we are creating more, better, becoming more, and being more. There's a space between the time we were born and the space between the time that we leave this earthly journey, but we were created to create during that time, and many of us have fallen out of that and get caught into what is and what was instead of what can be. And that's what I'm here to do with you and to talk about. I'm excited about this show today. I'm excited about the energy and creating the energy. You know, one of the things on your show previously, you were talking to those kids and Ah, I was thinking about, yes. and, and, And the creativity that came out of them. But you know what I also saw? Perseverance. Oh, man. The one thing that we did not, that we have a tendency just to lie down on is perseverance. But before that, we have to decide. We have to make a choice to either stand on the fence and let everybody else run it. Or we decide which side of the fence we're going to get on, either down in the weeds and looking down or over on the motivational side and creative side and looking up. And those are the greatest, you know, the the greatest gift that we have within us that all of us have. We all have greatness within us. And the perseverance once we decide and make that commitment is what is going to grow and lead. Leaders are going to be born out of this and leaders are going to come out of this and we're going to be better than we've ever, ever been before. I love that we're talking about this because let's just talk at, you know, let's just talk about some of the attributes and that we, that we, that you, you prepared for this show. Terry J. Walker, everybody. This is uh, I am power hour. I get to do this fabulous show for her. Look at how many times in your life and boy, you heard those, those kids today. I did not hear a one of them say the following. Are you ready? I'm ready. Me. None Why of me? 
What did I do to deserve this? Nope, didn't hear it. Yep. I can't. Nope, didn't hear it. Yep. I don't have the resources. I'm not smart enough. Nope, we didn't hear it, right? Yes, exactly right. But the those are the leaders that are coming about. Yeah. So tell us about what happens the minute we invite why me into our lives. What happens? We sabotage ourselves. We sabotage ourselves. We get in a frame of mind of giving up and we don't feel good about ourselves. And somewhere along the lines, we have been told that maybe even earlier in our lives of you're not good enough you're not smart enough you're not capable enough you can't do that i don't know why you even think you should be able to do that because you can't and these are the things that we have been programmed to believe and then when something happens we put ourselves in a victim mind state of why me why this happened to me? Why is it always that I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop? And that, in fact, is what you are manifesting and creating in your life. And as long as you continue to run that tape in a circle, it's going to continue to repeat itself. Mm. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Get Let's get right at the meat of this today. And I think we'll skip this break. Let's get right at the meat of this. Because when we make the statement that you are, uh, are making here, you've got to stand for something or you'll yes. fall for anything. Yeah. At the, at the core of that is any range of emotions, yes. a multitude of thoughts, mm -hmm. uh, an underpinning of doubt and defeat. And yet, we see people rise up like those five young people. We see yes. people rise up, but you don't rise up without doing the work. And I got to tell you, you know, for those young people to come on the show, that is called doing the work. Yes. Why was this? You've got to stand for something. What was it about that epiphany that you had that literally changed you in the moment of that? I feel like in, in, in my background, I have been put in positions where I couldn't be the truth of who I was, or that's just Terry, that's how she is, or anything that I wanted to fight for to, to believe in. I've been beaten. I've been, I've lost jobs. I've been run out of town for who I loved and been in a situation of where I was not able to be who I truly was. And I felt that if I was who I truly was, that people would turn their backs on me. And I was worried about the judgment and the opinions of what everybody else had, had already laid upon me. And I allowed that in. Now, more recently, there have been people that have tried to make me believe a certain way or believe however they think that things should be and that I need to change my mindset to do that. Well, I don't, I don't want to live in negativity and anger and divisiveness. 
that is not the truth of who I am. And it's not the truth of many of us if we would just allow ourselves to have our truth to come out. Our truth is love and unity and compassion and creating and becoming more of what we were meant to be. We're all going to fall. We're all going to trip and stumble and fall down just as a child is born. I just watched a, a, a new filly being born just down the road the other day. And today before the show, they had her on and she got to go outside of the stall with her mama for the first time. And so she's three days old and she went out and she learned to run and kick up her heels. And then she, she stumbled and fell those big old long lanky legs. But in essence, that's what we do even as children. But do, we still do that as adults. But she enjoyed the creativity of the big new world. It's first time she'd seen it. You know, she had seen that there's more to just that stall, more to just having those blinders on. And I think that's what we need to learn to overcome, that there's a whole new world out there. There's a whole new connection out there. And there's a whole new way of creating things to be better. And that is what I truly believe. And that, you know, they became the burr under the saddle of people telling me what I should make, how I should make it, and what I should do to, to uh, what I should believe and all of those things. And you cannot make someone believe a certain thing. But the one thing you can do is dig down inside because we all have a power greater within ourselves, a truth, a knowing, an emotional guidance system that we're all born with. But the problem, some of the issues become we allow what comes in from our senses, our mind, what we watch, what we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we think, what we, what, you know, everything that comes in and that programs us. What are we watching? What are we listening to? Are you listening to derogatory news and, and listening to fear about the coronavirus or, or are you listening to motivational things that can uplift you, whether it's music, whether it's podcasts, whatever it is, what are you doing to create more, be more and do more? That's the only way we're going to get through this. Common sense is always a good thing to be able to know that when you do go out, maybe you should wear a mask. Maybe you should wear gloves. Maybe you should have hand sanitizer. It's, 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 this is not rocket science. Until they come up with something different, what are you doing to take care of yourself and in turn taking care of your family, in turn taking care of those around you because you are taking the proper precautions? Yeah. I mean, we have, and I, I tried to recall a time in my life where I have seen death being politicized. I've tried to think about it. And I did actually come up with a, a point in time in my life. And that may seem harsh for people, but things get politicized every day. Yep. But to have death politicized, yeah. that's a rare moment in our evolution as a species. And the last time that I saw this was at the height of the Vietnam War. Now, Many of you out there are like, what war is she talking about? Yeah, you're right. The Vietnam War does not make the history books very much or very often. And there's a very good reason for that. Because egoically, we don't believe we won that war. But I lived through it. I watched people go to that war. And 
what I was hearing about the experience of that war was very different than the way it was being talked about. So what you're talking about, I love it. We have got to get our street smart mojo on. Mm-hmm. We've got to do it. There's a level of common sense that yes. we have to call forward that God gave us common sense, right? <laughs> yes. I, yes. I think he gave it to all of us. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> I, I'm hoping he gave it to all of us, right? Yes. Right? I'm hoping he did that. And, and I think we can learn it. But we have to really look at how that common sense and another word for it, as my mama used to like to say, is intuition. Yes. My, she used to not say the word intuition. She used to say, you know, you just have a feeling about some things, Pat. Mm-hmm. You know, she says, you just have a feeling about some things. You know, I had a feeling you should not go play in that dirty rat infested lot down the end of the street, but you went there and you did play and you stepped on a nail and you didn't tell us about that nail. And as a result of that, look at your foot. Right. We are going into the lots down the end of the street and we are playing in there with some nasty stuff. And maybe you're not going to step on that nail today or that nail tomorrow. But I guarantee you, if you play in a lot, a dirty lot down the end of your street, you're going to step on something or step in something you shouldn't. Exactly. So common sense says don't go. But you would go down there, Terry, if in fact you looked at your life and you ask yourself, what fear what fear bullet is motivating me to do that? Yes. And don't you think you're talking about this today to help us prepare for a motivational mindset? But yes. how do we do that if we're not going to address the trauma in our lives and we're not going to address this, the, the fear mm-hmm. that is causing us to feel what we feel? And we've got to, we've got to step back and understand that. What is it that's driving me? Is the fear driving me? Or am I trying to be driven by my inspired side, my emotional guidance system, my intuition? Again, that's where we have to get aligned with with what we know. We all are born with the knowing. And we all have the capability to be creative, to make things better. But we also have a, a sense of common sense and how we choose to program our mind. It's all in the choice. It's all in choosing what it is that we want to do with our lives. If we want to create and make things better, or do we want to stay down in the weeds and continue to look down and continue to remain the hamster on the wheel and continue to keep running and running and running until one day we just fall off with exhaustion or we fall off, you know, with a heart attack and death. I mean, you've got to take care of your body. You've got to take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically. And now, now that most everybody is at home, some people are starting to go back to work, but now is a great opportunity to be able to reset that button, to be able to take a step back and think, what am I wanting to do with my life? What is the end game for my life? You know, I hear a lot of times that people say, Ask your, if now, today, 
20 years ago, for example, what would I tell my 20 year old self knowing what I know today? But how many people turn that question around and say, 20 years from now, what would I be telling myself today? And what is my intention for my end game? What am I planning to do? What do I want to do? What drives me? What's my passion? And then make a choice, decide what that is and be disciplined and committed to doing it. Just like with those young kids, that's what makes leaders. And that's what makes pe that's what helps people to get through their life. We are all here for a purpose. We all have something to give. We all have something to offer. It's just a matter of, are we doing that? Or are we remaining the hamster on the wheel and just going through life without any, uh, without any uh, future plans or without any intentions of what it is that we want to do? We're just going through life to try to pay the bills or try to keep, you know, a roof over our head as opposed to what can we do to create more to make this better? You know, it's interesting. I was watching something um, yesterday. And there was a really creative idea that came from a gentleman on the East Coast. And I think he owned a series of assisted living or places like that, right? Yes. And he was on one of the channels and he was telling them about what he discovered and what they're doing. And when he said it, I just thought to myself, of course. I mean, it was like, really why did anybody so his solution because the spread of the virus is clearly happening right. in uh, a, a certain population right, right. And, and it is due not because that population of people like people in assisted living in these other places they didn't they don't just wake up with the virus they get it from outside people exactly so you know what his idea was you know what, what his was idea it? was what was it? It was, it was this guy on the East Coast. I'll have to look him up during the break. He said, he got on the channel and he says, yeah, this is what we're doing. We just told all of our workers that in order for you to work here, you're going to shelter in place on the property. He basically said, I'm getting all these RVs and stuff. And guess what? You're, you, you know, you're going to stay here. You're going to live here. So he literally had his staff living on the premises. Right. The fam, the whole thing. And I just thought, what a brilliant idea. Oh, and they showed a picture of him with the RVs and stuff out there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really did it. He wasn't just. And do you know what the comment was about it? This gives you a sense of what we stand for. The comment was isn't this really costly? Isn't this going to cost the state if you're looking for state funds for this? And I'm just thinking to myself, what hole is this news guy living in? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to cost money. But, and I'm thinking, okay, it is going to cost money. Mm -hmm. But what is the cost of not doing something like that? And what it said to me was instead of talking to the guy about how is it working and how do people do this and how do the people live in on site, we went right to what it costs. Yes. When we come back, 
here's the question that Terry is going to answer for us. What is the cost to having a negative, given up, I can't do it mindset? What does that cost? What does it do to your life? What is it doing to all of us? What does it do to our society? And what can we do to not have that mindset? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. As a ripple effect, one person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage To Be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Some people dream of freedom before they know it even once. What happens when we find ourselves in unimaginable freedom? Retired, children are grown, we've moved on from caregiving, and don't know what to do with all that time you never had before. Well, it's your life. It's up to you now. On the hit new show, Fresh Courage, it's your time to shine with host Sharon Rolfe on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the I Am Power Hour. Terry, how do people find out about you and give people an update on what you're up to? Because, you know, like you're standing for something. <laughs> um, 
You can find me at IamTerryJWalker.com. You can also find me at uh, on Facebook with my Facebook page at uh, InspireAndMotivate.IAM. And you can also reach out if you'd like to talk to me about my coaching platform, uh, training, or any of that. And we're now doing that on uh, Zoom as well um, at 888-426-7697. And as far as what I'm doing, I'm trying to uh, do some more coaching and, and work on that and help some people, you know, to hopefully move in a better way, the soul-stretching success way. Uh, from the inside out. And I'm also doing some consulting and uh, just met with uh, someone yesterday about possibly doing some consulting on health and safety and wellness and uh, improving uh, leadership skills and things like that. So I'm real excited about that possibility as well. So we're, we're trying to be creative and we're trying to get out there and hopefully help and inspire and motivate other people to, uh, you know, be the best and become their best self. And that's my whole goal. And that's what I stand for. Love, unity, and inspiring and motivating others to become their best self. So if you've got to stand for something, that's what I'm standing for. You know, I want to read this a few, I want to read a few verses from a poem that I live and breathe by. It's long, so I wouldn't do the whole thing. But I want to read it to set a backdrop for what you're about to talk about. Are you open to hear it? I'm open to it. All right. So this is a poem and it's called Perseverance and it's a long poem and it starts out really tough, right? But it really hits at what we feel inside sometimes, you know, when we feel like a fugitive within our own mind. And when we think about who we are and what we are in the world, right? Right. And we think about how we emerge from defeat, right? How we move beyond anything that goes in our lives. We often wonder where we get the strength from. You and I were talking about the young people previously. Yes. But I've had to work at this. And I had a stepmom that taught me perseverance beyond anything that I even know how to talk about today. Right. That pushed me beyond limits. But I've had some dark, dark times in my life. And I want to just read this and then I want to let you kick it in for the rest of the show. Here's, here's a few words and, and, and just, just to kind of get it right out there. So when you no longer believe in yourself, when pain and grief are constant comp- companions, when there's no vision within the midst of your agony, when no one is willing to listen to and understand you, when peace seems to be in a distant world, when life no longer has the belief to run within your veins and you become a fugitive with your own mind and shackled like a slave within your own insanity, refuse every last drop of sacred blood within your bruised and battered body to surrender your soul to the pains of your existence. You must, you must believe in yourself. Even if those all around you doubt you and your ability to rise from the insanity in which your life now finds itself and to stand tall against the obstacles and the challenges within your life. And you will conquer all that you believe cannot be conquered and all that you believed you had lost within your life. 
is from the darkest hours of our lives, from the depths of our despair and pain, and in our greatest hours of adversity that we find an inner strength, an inner courage, an inner meaning so vast that it enables us to rise from our knees and stand tall to fight that which has made us weak. Yes. Just as water runs from a stream, as the oak tree grows strong and upright, as snow in the softest, most powerful of nature's elements covers the mountains fierce and tames the anger portraying it within the pond, within the hands of nature. Emerge from your own inner source. And this is the last piece. Do not, do not at any cost surrender your life to the weaknesses within your life. Do not surrender your life to the mediocre thoughts of others. Do not surrender the belief you hold in yourself and your abilities. Do not surrender the dreams that you have worked so hard to hold within the palms of your hands. For what right do others have to judge another's dreams for they have not walked a mile in your shoes. There are no limits to your courage and determination. The only limitations are those we place on ourselves. Our thoughts make the world we want it to be. Mold your thought into a weapon of immense power. Amen. That's this show. That's what you're going to talk about now. It's a wrap. (laughs) You are exactly right. And, and, And in every show, I talk about the power of your thoughts and the power that we hold within in our belief, our belief system. You know, we've all been there where we've been on our knees. And I've, I've been there recently. And boy, you got something going on today, don't you? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and it comes a point where you have to surrender and you have to let it go. And you have to be able to know that you have something within you greater than yourself to rise up to. Instead of the self-defeating thoughts, the program that we may have looped in our mind from years before, the burdens we've continued to carry on our shoulders throughout our life and continue to get heavier and heavier and heavier. We have to lay that cross down and we have to surrender to the truth of who we are. And the you, it's, it's the only way to be able to grow. You can't carry a weight for very long or it will continue to wear you down. You've got to change your mindset. If your mindset is weighted down with negativity and the I can'ts and I'm not good enough and I'm not smart enough or the worry and fear of what if I fall? What if I don't succeed at this? What if I fail? Those are only fear-based obstacles that we must all understand and believe that we can overcome. 
It's not about, like I said earlier, fixing what's broken. It's, a be out. it's about creating something better. And that's what we're here to do. To experience the good and experience the bad. And to know and to create from within a better life, a better world, and a better place to be. Terry, look at you and I both have been through some stuff and you heard those kids in the previous hour, right? Yes. But we we must become undisturbed. Yes. In our stern resolve. We must become mm -hmm. creatures that and acknowledge that we are creatures, we're versatile, we're resilient. Yes. We can't be defeated. No. And in order for that to to really show through in what you shared as you're sharing it as an example of it we have to hold firm in that conviction yes. the conviction we will not be defeated we will not be defeated we're not going to be defeated no we are look at you and me and we're doing this show we're look we're creatures we're creatures <laughs> of boundless beauty and perseverance that's us yeah you know we're creatures we can't we can't uh, deny the fact that we know how to endure there's nothing we cannot achieve nothing that we don't have the ability to overcome in our lives but we have to get the harnessing of the power of the mind we have to yes. get that because it is the greatest barrier right yes it is you know the bad there's good news and bad news the good news is we got a lot in my, our mind and the bad news is what is it? You know, are we self-defeating in our mind? Are we self-sabotaging and victimizing ourselves? Are we pointing our fingers at others in an effort to deflect what's really going on with us? You know, so many of us want to blame and point the fingers at everyone and everything else for whatever's going on instead of being accountable for our own lives and our own truth and our own best self. And once we stop pointing the fingers in blame and judgment, and we begin to take a look at ourselves as a whole unique person, we all have a greatness within. We can either look up or we can look down. It's our choice and it's always been our choice. So what are you feeding your mind? It's like a computer. What you put in is what you're going to get out. You know, and I heard the other day, people did an MRI on the brain. And they talked to people about different aspects and what they thought and saw which areas of the brain would uh, light up. And at one point they said, uh, I want you to think about how you would feel if a stranger came along and a certain part of the brain lit up. Then they went to a future self and sit and asked them about their future self and where they were going and what their intentions were and what they wanted to be. And do you know the same part of the brain of having them think of their future self lit up as the stranger part of the brain? We don't even know who our future self is because we're not willing to do it. We're too well busy worrying about what we've done in the past. 
our failures, our limitations, or whatever it is, as opposed to looking toward the future and creating something better. We're a stranger to that, and we have that fear of that. I was very fortunate. I mean, I really owe the fact that I show up in life the way I show up in life to Mama Doris. And, yeah. you know, when, when your mama gets you after some agonizing, horrific failure, that's me now, that's your mind. Yep. And she says, listen, I do not believe in defeat because defeat doesn't believe in me. When she says, I do not believe in fear because I'm fearless. I do not believe in a pain because guess what? I find a strength in the weakness of my enemies. Yes. Got to remember who my mama was. And then she will go on to say, you've got to find. You've got to look beyond the moment of your despair. Yes. And you've got to look at that moment that you can create that common peace. And she would say, when you are angry and misguided, when you are in a couple of cuss words in that whole thing right there, <laughs> she says, girls, my sisters and me, girls, I don't think she gave my brother this talk, but if she did, it would have sounded something like this. You know, girls, look at if you're angry, you're misguided, you're coming from fear, you are going to make decisions, decisions and judgments based on, on you ready that. for the word of our time? You ready? Haste, haste and anger, haste. Yeah. haste and anger. And in the long run, she used to say, guess what? Those decisions, those judgments based on haste and anger, those things are going to counter what it takes to make decisions that represents something different. And she says, you gotta quiet the mind. You yes. gotta be able to move beyond that moment of insanity. And you know that, you ever been mm -hmm. angry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a if you ever been angry, like having a fit of anger, yeah, that's a moment of insanity. Yes, it is. That's, that, that's like, yeah. But you can't bring forth, forth clarity. No. And I think that's what you're talking about today. You know, we have enormous ability to, because we're so resilient. Yes. But we have to realize we haven't lost anything because you can't give away anything, right, that somebody else doesn't own. We haven't lost ourselves because people can't own us. Right. And, and that love that we have and that unity and that sense of connection needs to be greater now than ever before to give that helping hand to somebody who might be struggling to help share in some wisdom type thoughts of somebody who might be struggling to provide that pat on the back if you will or that time of listening you know communication and, and being able to take that time to actually listen to what somebody else has to say because those are the things that are more self-actualizing for us and will help us to grow and become better than we've ever been mm -hmm. everything else is external 
and you know the coronavirus is going to be around for a while and we know that it's not going to go away but it just didn't show up either uh, but i think that this may be an opportunity to give us the chance to take a breath and get off of that wheel as hamsters that we've run on and to see things in a different more empowered perspective of what it is we want to do with our life what we want to do with our families and how we want to help others within the world you know be the light be the change of what you want to see in the world instead of pointing the fingers be the one that is accountable be the one that is willing to stand up in leadership and courage be the one who has the commitment to do what's right to help yourself and in turn to come up with alternative solutions that can help others. And that's what I believe it's all about. And this time is the greatest time in history for us to be able to take that opportunity to do that. This can be a world of possibilities or it can be a world of distress and sickness. It's your choice. You got to stand for something. So which side of that fence are you going to stand on? Despair, disappointment, worry, stress, fear? Or are you going to stand on the side of potential, possibilities, thriving, inspiring, motivating, and helping others through love and unity and kindness? Something that a lot of us had really gotten away from because we were so much in a hurry and never had the time to do whatever it was that we felt like we were supposed to do. I don't have the time. That's the victim mindset. You got the time now. What are you doing about it? Well, isn't part of what you teach and what you coach about not just standing up for a thing, you know, like standing up for a cause, but standing up for the cause, which is you, like exactly. stand up for your dreams, stand up for your life, exactly. you know, invoke that power of your voice in the world right now. Yes. And that's, that's why this came today. And, and I hope that whoever listened to it may be inspired by it or may have give them that aha moment that, you know, we created this show for, and that I was able, or you were able to shine a light on somebody who may be feeling, you know, I give up, you know, I don't know what else to do, but to have the opportunity to reach out and touch someone in their heart and through our hearts as that heart to heart connection that we all need and we all strive to have. Mm. Thank you, Terry. How do people find out more about you? You can find me at I am Terry J. Walker, and we're going to do some soul stretching success, which is basically what this show ended up being. Yeah. But, um, or you can uh, contact me at Terry at I am Terry J. Walker.com. And you can find me on Facebook at inspire and motivate. I am. Awesome. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. And today we stand in unity 
my dear soul-stretching sister, Dr. Pat. We stand in unity and creativity and love and kindness, and I want to spread that throughout the world in any way that we possibly can. If you're out there and you're feeling like I give up, please don't, because that's the time when the light begins to shine and stand up for the truth of who you are. Be your authentic self, be disciplined, be committed, and make the choice. And I, I just, love you. I love you too. And for those of you that just ping me, I want to just read this. And this is something that I, first time I heard it, I had to really spend a few years figuring it out. And it goes like this. It says, do not kneel before anyone for your knees were not meant for such purposes. They were meant for the purpose of enabling you to stand upright. So be like an elephant that once upright will not easily be brought to its knees. Adapt your mind, your thinking, your actions in life to those challenges which has surrounded your existence. So you and you alone hold the foundations of your dream and your destiny and the way you approach these challenges and obstacles within your life. Do not falter in the face of adversity and rise to the challenge, however difficult it may be. Your difficulties will only be difficult if you believe them to be difficult. How can you fear that which you have never challenged? Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you, Terry, for a great show. Thank you, guys. Love you, everybody. The I Am Hour is over, but the I Am Power possibilities continue. Thanks for tuning in to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, feeling pumped? You know it. Tune in next time to flex your I Am muscles and supercharge your soul-fueled success. Let's create greater, aspire higher, live a whole lot larger because everything you've held in your heart's desire is coming to you right now. Make sure you listen to all of our shows and check it out at soulstretchingsuccess.com. See you next time. See you next time. Yeehaw! Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll.